Hello and welcome to Workplace Insights. I'm Edward Obi, and today's episode is on what the High Court's ruling on hiring agency cover for striking workers means for employers. As you know, this is all about workplace conversations, so let's dive right into it. In the summer of 2022, the government introduced the Conduct of Employment Agencies and Employment Businesses Amendment Regulations 2022, which revoked the long-standing ban on using temporary agency workers to fill in for striking workers. The prohibition provided an employment business shall not introduce or supply a work seeker to a hirer to perform the duties normally performed by a worker who is taking part in a strike or other industrial actions, in quote, the first worker, or the duties normally performed by any other worker employed by the hirer and who is assigned by the hirer to perform the duties normally performed by the first worker. Now, that might be a tongue twister, but I know you get the picture anyway. Unless in either case the employment business does not know and has no reasonable grounds for knowing that the first worker is taking part in a strike or other industrial action. Now, The latest development in the conflict between government and trade unions over public service pay, 13 trade unions have successfully brought judicial review proceedings in the High Court to overturn the regulations. This means it is once again a criminal offense for an employment business to supply an employer with agency workers to cover either the work of one, striking workers, or two, workers who have been redeployed to cover the work of striking workers. In Unison versus Secretary of State for Business and Trade, the trade unions challenged the regulations on two grounds. They argued that one, the Secretary of State failed in his duty to consult before the regulations were introduced contrary to Section 12, Paragraph 2 of the Employment Agencies Act 1973, and the regulations violated trade union members' rights to strike under Article 11 of the European Convention on Human Rights. The Secretary of State argued that when deciding to implement the regulations, the government had relied on consultation that had taken place with the trade unions on the same proposals in 2015. The unions contended that this did not satisfy the duty to consult, given the lapse of time and significant developments since the previous consultation. The unions argued that up-to-date views and evidence needed to be taken into account and the 
information provided in the earlier consultation was not adequately considered. In relation to the alleged breach of Article 11, the trade union's position was that the regulations impeded their members' right to strike if employers can mitigate the impact of such strike by hiring agency workers to cover for striking workers. The government maintained that the regulations did not affect the right to strike and that in any event, any impact on that right was proportionate. Now, this is the most interesting part. The High Court ruled in favor of the trade unions on the first ground, the lack of consultation. The court agreed that the government could not adequately rely on its consultation in 2015 and further found that in any event, there was virtually nil consultation prior to the decision on 13 June 2022 because the Secretary of State did not even consider the information available as to the responses to the 2015 consultation. Having found in favor of the trade unions on the lack of consultation, the court chose not to express a view on the second ground, an alleged breach of human rights. The reintroduction of this prohibition has the potential to significantly increase the disruptive effect of industrial action, particularly in industries where agency workers are regularly utilized to cover work on a temporary basis. Employers who are facing the threat of industrial action will need to ensure their mitigation plans do not include the use of agency workers, and agencies will run the risk of criminal charges if they supply agency workers for the prohibited purpose. Now, this judgment comes in light of a broader effort by the government to mitigate the impact of increasing industrial action. The proposed Strike Minimum Service Levels Bill has recently returned to the House of Commons as part of the ping-pong process. This bill seeks to guarantee a minimum level of service during periods of strike across several sectors. The bill has proved controversial and it is anticipated that it will also be the subject of legal challenges from trade unions on the basis that it removes current protections in place for trade union members. And that brings me to an end. So thanks for listening to today's episode, and we hope you found it informative and helpful. You can find us on most podcasting platforms and social media. Don't forget to use the hashtag AskHRHubPlus and hashtag WorkplaceInsights to get in touch with us. We'll be sharing about upcoming episodes using it. So don't forget to like and subscribe to keep up with the other episodes. And we'll see you next time for another Workplace Insights.